Soul of America Radio wishes to advise you that Totally Taboo discusses topics and subjects that may be considered offensive or disturbing to some listeners. If you are easily offended or carry certain beliefs, spiritual or otherwise, that prohibit you from participating or partaking in discussions of a sensitive nature, this segment may not be suitable for you. Also, parental discretion is advised. Welcome to another broadcast night on the Soul of America Radio. Tonight's broadcast is brought to you by Blog Talk Radio, hosted and produced by the Soul of America Radio. Tonight's broadcast is the controversial, talked about, much whispered about segment entitled Totally Taboo. Comments made on tonight's broadcast are not necessarily the views of Blog Talk Radio, the Soul of America Radio, or its host. And now, without any further ado, allow me to introduce the host, T and Dr. King goes just back 
to civil rights, and number two, right. that our history goes just back to civil rights. So his birthday was an opportunity to not only lift up what he has done for us as a people, yeah, right. in civil rights, but also the doors that he kicked down yes. Yes. Uh, to make us even be able to get on Blog Talk Radio because had it not been for the efforts of him and some of the other civil rights leaders, uh, we probably, you know, it'd be get off the air, boy. You, we wouldn't have been on yeah. here. Matter of fact, I'm pretty sure we wouldn't have been on here. So, That's so right. I I used yesterday to to reflect back on mm. the drum major role that he took. You know, when I was in yeah. Alabama State University, uh, there were drum majors. Let me see if I can do this like you. There were uh, <laughs> drum majors. That oh, stood out it. in front of the band, and uh, what drum majors did, uh, <clears throat> uh, we found out that they stood out in front of the band. And uh, what, what I began to realize, uh, can I get one amen? What I began to realize was that as the drum major marched, everybody followed. I'll have my first clothing right here. Turn that corner. Turn that corner. Oh, man, but it was beautiful, man. It was beautiful, man. That's 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 beautiful, man. I, you know, and and you are so right, you know, about that. And, and it's up to us to make sure that uh, that message and that reality does not get lost with our people. You know, it's it's very important uh, that we realize once again, uh, it, it's it's not MLK Day. It's Happy Birthday. Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. There you uh, go. His his, oh. his birthday is not his one once again. And let me say that his birthday is not the third Monday of every first of the year. His birthday is January fifteenth. That's once right. Once again, so his right. birthday was set was Sunday. Uh, right. So, so let's you know what I'm saying, and let's let's make sure that we remember that and we pass that on to our children. That regardless of what day the 15th of January falls on, right. we don't stop and pause and say Happy Birthday, Reverend Doctor Martin Luther the King Jr. Martin Luther the King. Walked right up and slapped me. I said, "What you slapped me for?" <laughs> yeah, like, you, you know else. what, Tony? You know, okay, what? But you know what? I'm, I'm gonna share. I'm serious. This, this is, you know, I, I kind of giggled about it, and and I made a few posts on Facebook. But I'm serious. Mm-hmm. It, look, for these folks that's out here, and you opposing of uh, Dr. King and and what he stood for, and and you know all that silliness. If you don't agree, this is America. You have a right. To disagree, we can disagree without being disagreeable. But right. if you're gonna oppose the Dr. King, don't take the day off. Go to work. Right. <laughs> you know, right. don't benefit from it. Yeah. If you don't believe in Christmas, don't sit your butt back and unwrap some gifts. Go to work. You know what I'm saying? If you if you have a problem with America, don't show up to the barbecue. You should be at work. Right. You know, so I mean that's the whole thing. So you know, you know this fight, you know all them beatings in the head that Dr. King took allowed you that option on that third Monday to right. sit back, put your feet up, 
you know, and relax if you want to. So that those right. luxuries that you're affording, uh, you might not want to complain for those who are listening that that, that might disagree about uh, what that day really stands for. So, but oh, yeah. Doctor, we we excited, we excited, uh, we excited about getting it going. Now, Tony, on this discussion tonight, it just wouldn't be right if we couldn't uh, call up Sister uh, D. Olivia to help oh, us man. out. Is, is, is Sister D. Olivia available tonight in the house? I am in the house. What's up, my oh. brothers, Tony and Sue? Uh, oh. Happy Tuesday. How are you? Oh, what now? I, I recognize oh. a treat when I hear one, Tony. Right. We got a treat my for the now. listeners. I, I, I can trust my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out, watch out, watch out, my sister D. Olivia. You know what we're talking about. Ah. <laughs> yes, ma'am. It's a pleasure to be back with you and uh, look forward to our discussion tonight. As always, it's such a great pleasure to, to be in the house and to talk about two of those uh, amazing uh, mixtures mm. of family and money. But uh, yes, I just want yes. to give a shout-out to everyone who's listening and uh, just inviting you to stand by and stay tuned. Yes, yes. Thank you for tuning in once again, uh, Taboo Talk, as we talk about what we don't usually talk about. But as you well know here on Totally Taboo, you're going to find the next hour to talk about those sensitive subjects that get hidden in our closet so much. And you can do so. And why don't you join us, uh, not only to tune in, but give us a call at 323-784-9638. Or you can hit us live on the blog, on the net, at soulofamericaradio.com. I'll let us Tony, know. Too. Hmm. We we got the chat room. You can hit us in the chat room. Yeah. Uh, for those of you, once again, for those of you that have those strong opinions but might be a little shy and not want to voice them, you can hit us in the chat room, once again, at soulofamerica.com and look for that chat button and click on and We'll be right there to answer all of those questions and put some of those topics on the air. So please share those rooted feelings that you have. Uh, and and let, let me interject yeah. something here. We got some strong storms here in the Birmingham area. So if Uh-oh. Tony just fades away, <laughs> uh, I'm going to ask our producer to start clicking on the boards for me around commercial times. If, if you see me drop. Oh, sure. So we got some very bad weather here, uh, some inclement weather, I think, as the uh, as the other persuasion likes to say. Inclement. We just said in, bad weather. Inclement. Inclement weather, so it's that's what get me about that. Yeah, that's what get me about our folks. You use the word inclement. Go ahead, spell it. (laughs) (laughs) So if I drop off, y'all just give me a chance to get back, and our producer will take over. But you go ahead, bro. Yeah, inclement. So we gonna go ahead. We gonna get ready once again. Uh, We need. We want you to chime in. I see the. Uh, the boards are already lit up. We're going to get to as many calls as we can tonight once again at 323-784-9638 at uh, com on your, on your Internet. So And hit us on the blog uh, if you're a little shy. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. And when we get back, we're going to talk about family and money. Life's true. 
water and oil. We'll be right back here on Soul of America Radio. Some of y'all better leave the room. <laughs> Coast to Coast Talk Radio, bold and sexy, right here on SOAR. listening to the show by phone and want to make a comment, press 1 to speak to the host. Otherwise, you can call in if you're listening on the internet at 323-784-9638 and then you can press 1 if you want to speak to the host. And now, back to the show. You're listening to Totally Taboo with Duke and Tony, bold and sexy talk radio right here on the Soul of America Radio. You can also give these awesome brothers a call tonight if you're listening online at 323-784-9638. Check them out in the chat room. Or if you're already holding and just want to speak to them, go ahead and press 1 right now. Thank you. And back to the show. somewhat in isolation for the past couple of years, just kind of working right. on myself. So 
Um, right. But I, I I have had a friend, I, I guess that applies, but directly with the family, uh, I know a situation where another member uh, had a relative who, uh, you know, every time you get ready to go somewhere, you know, because the person was pretty generous-spirited, uh, they would pull the wallet out and they would pay and they would do things, but uh, any time it came to reciprocate, it was always they're too broke, they didn't have any money, and they can't do this, and they don't want to do that because of money issues. So, mm. uh, you know, this particular family member just finally started to wake up and realize that, hey, look, uh, I'm not a bank. And even though you do do things like that generously from your heart, sometimes right. people will take advantage of it. They'll right. take advantage of right. it. So, uh, right. fortunately, I have not had that situation and uh, and it's probably because I'm just one of those real kind of keep it real direct kinds of people where right. uh, I, I I'll just address stuff with the quickness. The now see what you saying that what you saying you one of them keep it real kind of folks. Now I understand you say you haven't had that issue because you've been kind of isolated. I found that for some family members, uh, the distance really ain't gonna make a difference. You know, it don't matter where it is. Folks know who they can and can't come to with that. So you, know, you have right. established, yeah, you have established, don't, don't come to me with that. You know what I'm saying? So they already know when they, you trust me, what they making down, a, you think Santa made a list. <laughs> they make a list and they checking it three times. And they going down, and they know Sister D. Olivia is not the one to call on in that situation. You know, whether it been because of past experiences with it. You know what I'm saying? I, I heard folks say a lot of times, uh, you know, it's you know, well, just count it up as a lesson learned. And you know, being that you lucky, you found out, you know, the true character of the person over twenty dollars opposed to two hundred. You know, whatever right. the case may be, you know, things of that nature. But, you know, uh, folks who are habitual with things like that, and, and I'm, a, you know what I'm saying, this taboo, so we keep it real, I done been on both sides of it. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I know exactly where the, where, where the loner is coming from, and I definitely know because I've been through some storms to where, where the borrower is coming from. You know, and the frustration, you know, on my part is that when you are a borrower and you are a man of your word and you repay, but because you have so many crusty family members, somebody ought to know what I'm talking about, you got some family members who who have uh, ruined and hardened the hearts of those good-natured folks to where they, it don't matter if you have a history of repaying or not, when you come and you in need, they're not trying to hear you. Right, right. So, Tuke, let me ask you, if you could, uh, could you give an example of an experience you've had where you might have been, uh, you were the person borrowing the money and for whatever reason you might not have had the, or might not have been able to repay it in the way that you may have obligated yourself to. How mm. did, uh, exactly, how how did that play itself out, and and how does it, you know, how does that make you feel when when you're not able to to hold up on the end of the bargain? How do you deal with it? Well, I mean, let me let me say, 
may not, you know, I, I don't think I've been in that situation where I've not been able to pay it back the way I said I would, but right. uh, but being able to pay it back in a timely manner that I said I would, and as a man, that bothered me. You know, it bothers me when just in, in general when I miss deadlines of any kind anywhere, you know. So uh, one of the key things is when you're borrowing money folks, um, it's very important to be of the word. When you say you're going to pay on a certain day, you need to pay on that day. You know, otherwise what you're doing is you're hampering your credit in the future. You know, and and it's credit on every level. It's credit, you know, with friends. It's credit with family. The problem is, and reason why this subject is so sensitive for everybody, is that folk tend to treat family worse than they would treat a friend or a stranger. And why is that? And why is that? You know, one of the things, when I look at this, and, and, and then, too, knowing my own mindset about money uh, I, I have I guess I have been one of those people who uh, you know the past two years that I've taken time out to really focus on myself so that I can really get just get myself in order I have had to go to people to ask for money and to ask for loans and and a lot of times they'll say oh don't worry about it you know pay it back on your own time schedule and so forth uh, but I know for me I've never enjoyed having to do that. I, I've, right, I've always right. had a, a certain level of of discomfort, mostly because of the mindset that I have had right. with money. Right. And right. Uh, a, a lot of people find themselves in this vicious cycle when when the mind has um, has soil in it that reeks mm. lack and that reeks. Uh, that that that's fertilized with lack and that's fertilized with uh, being broke and so forth. Right. When your mind has that type of soil and fertilization, that's what you're going to mm. create in your life. And mm. I have had, you know, unfortunately, that was what my mind. Uh, that was how it was fertilized. And I don't care, you know, I don't care. Right. I went to school and I got my masters. And I got my right. my. Um, you know, did all of these things and was getting the jobs, but for some reason, the money mm. element always was right. it was just elusive and, and evasive for me. Mm. So, uh, I think a lot of mm. times when people do come to you and they're asking for money, mm. some people just like it because they're just lazy and they just don't want to do anything. But I think there are other people who have, you know, understanding that it's sometimes deeper than just the fact that they don't want to pay you back or they're not keeping their right. word. Sometimes it's right. a whole mental issue and a mental attitude about money. Yeah. So I would love to hear if there's anyone anyone in the listening audience who have had a similar experience where they keep recreating these experiences of having to right. have money. Right. You know, Can you right. what I'm talking about? Uh, am I muted? Can you hear me? No, go Tom. Okay, um, you know, you 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 both are some great guys, but let, let me let me tell you this: we 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 on taboo, right? Sir, come on, we totally on. taboo, right? Okay, yes, sir. Okay. Now I know I know the the now this is so true. I found this out uh, uh, reading over Proverbs twenty two. It said, and this is such a this is oh, such oh. a true statement. And two, you probably don't know about this because you say that you 
<laughs> you don't borrow much, and uh, and the Olivia is, is a good money manager. Oh, no, I used to. But yeah. but let me, let me just say this: I haven't had the fortune <laughs> of being such a good money manager in my life, and I haven't had the fortune to not be a borrower. But let me tell you this: when Proverbs twenty two seven says a borrower, a borrower is a slave to the lender. Oh my God! Yes. No, that is the nail on the head because a lot of times. When you're borrowing, and let me give you an experience with me. Uh, when I was in college, I had uh, four and a half years of college. I parted one half a year, then realized I had to really go to school and get out. So I parted. Well, I got accustomed to uh, my my parents giving me a certain amount of money. Right. But when that, you know, $10 a week was a lot of money back in those days. Well, Lord, Lord. Oh yeah, man! You could, man, you could go to, you, you could just about get a flight to Russia and back for ten dollars a week. Oh my! Oh, a long Was time ago. I'm telling you. How, how okay. old are you? I got into the habit because there was other people that attended school that were a little more well off, I guess, and they and they got like hundreds a week. I got into the habit of some friends of mine. You know, that I could go to saying, hey, man, let me borrow maybe ten, fifteen dollars $15 to next week. Right. Okay. Right. Well, that next week will roll around, and I got so where if they didn't say nothing, guess what? I didn't say nothing. Mm. Okay. So mm. we just rolled on to that next week. I didn't feel bad. Like you say, you, you feel bad. Too. I didn't feel bad. Okay. You feel bad. So yeah. that next week rolled around, I found myself in lack, like, you know. I had come to my senses, they say, and I realized that I should have paid that dude back, man, because now, you know, he got re-rolling in money. But guess what? I somehow got up the nerve to say, hey, man, look, I know I owe you 15 but check this out. Next week, I'm going to give you 30 if you can give me 15 tonight. Well, the point is, is that I ended up being a slave to the bar, to the lip, to the lender. To the lender. Yeah. What I mean by that is, if he knocked on my door at three in the morning and said, yeah. "I need some water," <laughs> could you go down the hall and get it out of a cup? He didn't do this, but had he done that, I would have felt yeah. obligated yes. to get out of my bed and do it. Uh, and you were. I had an uncle. Uh, everybody's got. Most people should have an uncle that. Considered himself rich. He had a little side business. I ain't going to get into for reason the IRS might be listening, but he had a little side business. <laughs> and um, let me tell you, the dude kept some money. He kept some money. Everybody could go to him and say, oh, can I borrow some money? Can I borrow some money? Can I borrow some money? Right. And the thing about it was some of us would pay it back and some of us wouldn't. But the point I'm making out of all this rambling is, a lot of times, the people that borrow from family members have this thing in their head, well, they family. Uh, so they don't feel that slave mentality to this person. So they feel like, well, I can do this again, I can do this again, I can do this again. And that's the kind of uncle that this particular uncle was. You could borrow from a man uh, as much as you want. He never asked for it back. Now. That's where your integrity comes in, like you were saying, too, right. where you need to step right. up and say, look, I'm a man, and I'm going right. to pay him back. Might not be timely, but I'm going to do it. Yeah. Well, there right. are some of us, very few of us, I imagine, the way the conversation is going with y'all tonight, that said, you know what? <laughs> if he don't say nothing, 
don't. I ain't gonna say nothing, and I'm gonna let it ride. And yeah. I'm not saying I'm proud of that, but just keeping it real for the sake of radio and being real, right, right. that's sure. the mentality I had. And for so sure. as I got a little older, and I got kids, you know, I got a I got a grown child. One is 27, and uh, I got a 23 year old. I can see that coming back now <laughs> to haunt me. But but the, but but the, but but the point is is that I'm really making is that I personally think that a lot of it now has to do in the family with this mentality that goes against what Proverbs 22 spoke of. That they don't feel right, like right. like like with the right. dude in college, I felt the obligation to do things. But at home, man, I, you know, I'm, right. I'm glad my daddy ain't listening. Uh, I right. hope he not. <laughs> Let me look at the board. <laughs> I don't see him on there. <laughs> I, I felt it because he'd be calling Tell the truth, Tony. But I feel like, well, you know, there's some instances I might borrow, and I feel like, okay, well, he understands. You know, and he may. Right. But right. you're right. I feel that every person, male or female, whether they're male or female, needs to needs to realize that when you borrow from somebody, that you should still keep that slave mentality even in the family because it can create ripples, it can create tides, and it can certainly uh, uh, change the way we do things. We got a caller on 662. We're going to get to right after the break. Right. And, All right. Uh, don't go nowhere. Take us out, too. We're going to come back on 662. 662, we at you. Oh, man. Get back in. We got to get that too. Yes, sir. We're going to be right back. Taboo with Tony and Toot on SOAR. Join us this coming Thursday as we listen to Dr. Bo discuss relationship issues. Dr. Bo comes on every Thursday, 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time and 9 Eastern, right here on the Soul of America Radio. Also, Mondays, you be ready for the ladies, the divas of the Soul of America Radio, in the ladies' room, featuring Janice, Gwen, and Cam I Am, bringing you the funk diva style. Right here, coast to coast, Soul for Talk Radio, bold and sexy. Three two three seven eight four nine six three eight. Right now, and press one if you're already listening and just want to speak on the air. Now back to totally taboo.
back. Aren't we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we back. <laughs> we back, y'all. Totally taboo. <laughs> we talking we talking tonight about uh we talking tonight about family and money. Uh life's true, oil and water. We we, we got a call that is holding on and we thank you so much. We got a call. Caller caller, you there? Yes, I'm here. Yes, ma'am, what you got for us tonight? This is this is Tiki, guys. Sister Tiki, oh. how are thou? <laughs> <laughs> My favorite talk show host. <laughs> I am wonderful. How you guys doing? Oh, right. oh I'm just listening Tiki. to Bear White over here. <clears throat> Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. You know, that, that passage in Proverbs that Tony was referring to um, a few years ago when I took a course on uh, personal finance, when we walked into the uh, lecture hall, the professor had uh, that quote written on the board, and he left it there for the duration, and uh, which I thought was interesting because Usually uh, people in in academics, they don't come at you uh, from, you know, in any standpoint from religion, the Bible, or anything like that. It's very unusual. Right, right. Well, anyway, um, that was like the first lesson I learned in taking that course, that and that if the book of Proverbs will teach you, really, if you follow it, I didn't have to, right. to pay for the course. I could have read the the, the book of Proverbs and saved myself Say some money. Mm. <laughs> so, all right, all right. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, it's 31 chapters in the book of Proverbs, and if you read a chapter a day and you do it every day, every month, you'll learn something about, about thank you, money. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Go ahead. But when you guys are talking about, the other the other thing I, I learned in taking that course, uh, number one coming up, and, and and I'm I'm a product of the Selma City School System, and um, we weren't taught finance. Nobody, I mean, they taught you like you had a week course on how to balance a checkbook, but you didn't truly learn about money. Right. You didn't learn about finance. You didn't learn about personal finance. And I was well into my 30s when I did. You know, I was like, I make a lot of money and I don't have any children. Why am I broke? You know, where is my money? So I had to learn how to get control of that. But Lord. what also came along with that with with family, and this is this is the thing that has saved my sanity and probably my life and has saved my relationship with my family. You, right. I don't loan my family money. All right. What happens is if there's someone that I love that needs something, it's theirs if I can afford to give it. Like if someone, mm-hmm. I, can I borrow something? If you can't afford to be without that amount of money, then you can't loan it. But if right. you can loan it, then you can give it. So right. if you can do without yeah. it, then just give it to them because it right. helps to save and preserve the relationship. <laughs> but, you know, my family has this understanding already. When I asked Tiki for something, I got to have a legitimate reason for why I want it or need it. You know, she's mm. not going to give me some money because I want some Gucci boots. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm. So There you go. There you go. And not even if I wanted, you know, for the Gucci boots right now and I can pay her back when I get paid, she's not going to do it, you know. So it has to be some legitimacy there, number one, when you're asking me for money. But the thing that's important to learn when you – when you are in a position where you can help your family is not to loan them anything. If you can afford to loan it to them, then you can afford to give it to them. Mm. Because there's always the possibility with family that you won't get it back. So to right. not hurt yourself right. and to not hurt the relationship, don't loan it to them if you can't afford to, right. to it in the beginning. Just give it to them. Mm. And that's my thought about it. And that thing is particularly, um, that money situation is particularly interesting in relationships when you aren't married. Now, you guys Mm. know from experience how I feel about marriage, so the chances are I'll never be married. But I remember one time um, a while ago, um, Uh some time ago actually, I was on the brink of this, you know how it is when you're in a new relationship. Mm-hmm. And everything is wonderful. <laughs> oh yeah. And everybody's feeling good and everything is nice and all of these things. Well Paradise. Paradise, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> you know what to say. You know what to say. Well this is paradise and eruptus. Right. <laughs> this right here is paradise and eruptus. So I had, Uh-oh. you know, to like a long story short, I had a uh uh the position or this this situation came up where um and I knew that he needed the money. But this is how misunderstandings come about. He asked to borrow some money. And I kind of chuckled and smiled cuz you know I knew I had come to this what I like to think is enlightenment about money. Now you may catch me a few years from now I may have some other epiphany in my mind may have changed to something else. But right now I was on this particular page. Where because I didn't want money to be between us in the relationship, and especially we're on the brink of it being new. You know, it's only a few months in, and everything is lovely, dubby. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, okay. So I, you know, he asked me about you know a loan, and I kind of chuckled and smiled to myself, and I was like, um, so I decided to tease him. I was like, no, I can't loan you any money. (laughs) And apparently that was the wrong thing to say. Well, how I was going to finish that, I was going to go on to say, you know, explain that I didn't want money between us. So in lieu of loaning you some money, I will give you what you need because I don't want you to be around me feeling weird, you know, me and how they are and their pride thing. And, you know, thinking to yourself when you're with me, I owe her money. You know what I'm saying? Well, it never got to that point. When I, you know, came with the teasing and playing about, no, I can't lend you any money, it was like I got this look and then this huff and this puff and this, you know, one thing led to another. And I was like, I'm saying to myself, why are you letting it go this far? Just stop it and go, you know, tell him what you were about to tell him. But in the course of that, he started to show me who he was. You know, he started to show me his true colors. And I was like, oh, okay, all right. And I let the chips fall where they may. But, yeah, uh-uh, whether it's family members, whether it's your relationship, whatever. Number one, especially if you're in a relationship. If you're in a relationship where you have to loan one another money, I think that's a problem. That's just me. You know, other people may have a different view, but. Wow. 
If I care it's about just, you and it's something you need, if right. I can afford to give it, I'm going to give it. I can't loan you anything. Right. So. right. Now, Tiki, I'm sure you, you had time to, to see what that brother was truly all about. I just, you know, when you describe that situation, and that situation happens more often uh, than you probably think. And and being that when that situation happens, sometimes what happens is the the borrow the borrower is uh, you know so like instantly devastated um, because they 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 open themselves up um, to to let you know their business. You know, right. This is another end of it, and I've shared with you that I'm in a, not in a position of want. But I'm in a position of need, need, right? And you know, there there is no one I trust more right now than my woman to right. keep my business no further than this conversation. So right. um, when I come to her and she says I can't loan you anything after you didn't, you know, did all your checks and balances and you didn't went through the world and you dotted all the I's and crossed the T's and ain't nobody hearing you and I'm coming to the one that I know that I know that I know if you know and I know she got it. Right. Will will definitely help me out, but I have to well, because a, a true man is gonna feel that way. I need to, you know, uh belittle myself to ask my woman for some money. Right. And, you know, it's kind of tough when I have to go ahead and take a step down and swallow my pride and and, and work up enough nerve and, and gumption to ask you for it and, f- and for me to know you have it and for you to say, uh, you know, I can't do it, I can't loan you any money. You know what you plan on doing, but to him, um, I'm pretty sure it was like a, a stark reality and a, and a slap in the face at that time. It could have been. I don't know. That's just a scenario. But that's something that I lived when I was on the borrowing end before. Right. And you know what? I'm not going to – I have learned a thing or two since that time about men and ego and pride. Right. So I'm right. not going to disagree with what you're saying. You're absolutely right. right. You hit it dead right. on, you know. Right. And right. me – not knowing that, not knowing what it took for him right. to get to a place where he could ask me, and my not realizing that, you know, was it was huge. It was a very big deal. And you know, hindsight right. is twenty twenty. Hindsight right. is right. twenty twenty. But right. um, but if you know, my, but my point is, if you care about somebody, don't don't. If you can afford it, don't lend them right. money. Just give it to them. Right. You right. You right about that. Amen. Thank you so much, Sister Tiki, for your call. We appreciate you so much. Once again, we at Soul of America, 323-784-9638, or at soulofamerica.com. Amen. And that was a landmark moment, Tony. Tiki agreed with me. I feel good. Tiki agreed with me. What's up? (laughs) <laughs> got it on tape, man. It's right here. It's I in got the it forever. on tape. Amen. So we excited. I, I just wanted to throw out, uh, you know, the scenario. Uh, Tony, um, the Olivia, you still there? Um, I think she you know dropped. The, the you there? You there, the Olivia? Did, did the I think Olivia she dropped, but she'll be back. I'm okay. here. Oh, you're yeah, okay. okay. You're here? Okay. Yeah, okay, well, I wanted to. 
run this run this by y'all. We may uh Tony, how we doing on time? We need we, we close to a break. Oh, we we straight, man. You you got you got okay, it, bro. We straight. Okay. So I just wanted to run this across this, this scenario. Uh on the other end of it, you know, because Tony, you kind of hit that thing uh on the head with, you know, the Proverbs scripture, you know, mm-hmm. about feeling enslaved. Uh, but how about those who who are the lender that mm. feel that they have that they do own you? Mm. Well, they won't. Of course, they won't confess that, but that they do own you. Um, you know that that's one part in the sense that you know uh, we we constantly run across the situation where you folks owe you money and you run into them, whether it be at the mall, whether it be at a game. Whether you know, and whether it be just on the street, and 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 it hits you, and it's well, how is it that you got on a brand new suit, or you driving a brand new, a different car, and you are you sitting in this expensive restaurant, and you owe me money? Mm. Right. You know that that's 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 a that's a position um, that that you know we've those of us who have been borrow, borrowers have uh found ourselves and you talk about that level of uh enslavement you find yourself ducking and dodging um folks because mm-hmm. you don't want to, want them to see you living any kind of a life and mm-hmm. you know one of the one of the reasons that got me out of that borrowing mode is I got tired of living uh in that position of being afraid to live. I was walking circumspectly through life in a position of existence, but I was afraid to live because them or those that I owed money to might see me and on the other end, those who have been lenders, they have an expectation for you to be living beneath your means. Oh yeah. So yeah, yeah. So if I see you doing, if look, if I see you getting cheese on the burger, it's a problem. <laughs> you know, you know, when you out eating, you you should be eating the regular hamburger. If you get cheese, you you can pay me my money. <laughs> you know, and it, and it's it's amazing that you know the position that folks take that you know they they you know. Because you owe someone some money, does that mean you should be living in 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 desolation? Should you should you have a desolate situation and be down and trotting every time folks see you until you can pay off those that you owe? Yeah. Well, you know what, too, I I believe I think there are some people who um, who enjoy is I it's like they get a rush right. and a high off of being oh. able to. Well, you better talk about that. Talk about it. Hey, it's like they, you they say know subconsciously. Right. Right. Go ahead. Right. No, no, no. Yeah, I they, mean, and the reason why I'm so, because you hit a passionate point with me, because uh, uh, those who are listening that know better, and, and you know who I'm talking about, but God bless her soul. But I had a family member um, who was like that and went through the family who God had blessed to be able to, uh, you know, make some good turns. And, and, you know, she lived life to owe people, to borrow people money, to go ahead and loan money out to folks. But then talk about them on the back end. 
Mm. So there are folks that have that spirit because, Tony, what you say? They want to own, have feel ownership over you. Mm. Right. And all of a sudden, when, D. Olivia, when I loan you that $100 that you you called and asked to borrow and I know you need it, one, I'm going to make it difficult for you to get it. It ain't going to be just transferred to my account. You got to come under my terms and come and get it. And then when you got it, when you finally get a hold to it, uh, and this is what Tony come in with being a slave to me on it, every single time I call that cell phone, I expect you to answer. <laughs> yeah. I should never get voicemail when you owe me some money. <laughs> you know, that's the sort of sickness that goes in it, you know, especially when you're dealing with it with family. You know what I'm saying? Because all of those built-in mechanisms are still there that we talked about before. When you loan it to family, as Tiki said, when if you loan it, you know, and you can't give it, there there are some of us that's going to fall on that line and and it's going to be on that on that walking that fine line to where True enough, uh, you may not be able to give it, but I can't see myself turning my cousin away with, you know, four kids and they hungry and he need $100 to feed them for the week, you know. Now, and, you know, and knowing that it's my rent money, but, you know, my rent got a grace period to the fifth, you know what I'm saying, and and it's the first. So he promising to get it back to me on the third. I can't see why I can't just cut him off that hundred dollars. You know what I'm saying? And I, I can't give it away because I definitely need it on the fifth. But if you promising to give it to me on the third, and my nieces and nephews is over there crying because you, you know you need to feed them, I just can't see myself not giving it up. And maybe that's the cap. That's that compassion that's within me, feeling someone's pain in their heart. And and you know what I'm saying, and the calling that God has given me. But once again, how many times do we have to go through that over and over and over to where we end up being burned? And the third not only comes, it comes and goes, and the fifth comes, and now your bill is late, and you got to pay a late fee, and you behind, and all these other things because you short a hundred dollars that you know you gave up with passionately. We got a phone call here on uh, 510. 510, what you got? Uh, hey, Tom, what's up, Tuke? Hey, Greg. What up, G? <laughs> oh, everything, everything. Talk to us, talk to us, Greg White. <laughs> Man, I, 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 you know, I, I feel you, too, what you said, because uh, I loaned this brother some money. Um, uh-huh. Now, he, he knows. That I have a decent job, you know, and uh, right, right. he told yes, me he was yes, going to give do. me the money on such, on such and such a right. day. All right. So that day came and gone twice. Lord. So now we six, we 60 days down the road. Mm. And, and like you said, I saw him out having dinner. See? So I told the chair up and sat next to him. Mm. Uh, <laughs> and you know, too, in the old neighborhood. Right, huh? right, right. I'm saying I'm from the old neighborhood. Right, right, right. 
And, uh, now you didn't know you, you know. didn't know if his girlfriend was treating or whatever, but you you sat up next to him. Go go ahead. <laughs> I didn't care. That's what I'm trying to capture. That's 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 what I'm trying to capture. You don't care because he owed you, and even if his girlfriend took him out and it was on her treat, he should have found a way to get that treat money and send it your way. Am I right? Something like that, yeah. Or he should have had the decency to call me each month. Right, right. And tell me something. Right. You know. So when I sat next to him, he kind of looked a little scared. So, to be honest with with you, those those on the radio don't know you personally. But, Tony, let me say this. Mm hmm. This brother is is imposing enough to where I'm pretty sure uh, if he sat next to one of the Baltimore Ravens, <clears throat> they would be a little scared. <laughs> so go on with your story, uh, uh, Paul Bunyan. <laughs> <laughs> well, to, to make a long story short, I got a little sensitive. Hmm. And uh, I shook the brother's hand and I said, I will see you. On the fifth of next month, regardless, right? <laughs> and he said, "Yeah, Greg, I will." So a couple of weeks passed. The fifth came, and he came by, you know, and we got it straight. And I told him I apologize for what I did during your dinner with your female friend. I shouldn't mm. have done that, mm. you know. Mm. Right. I really shouldn't have. Right, I scared right. her too, which which was a cool thing. I'm, I'm pretty sure she was scared too. But the issue here, and I really appreciate, you know, you coming real and correct, especially here on Taboo, you know, and being honest about it, was that it was that drive of your feeling of ownership that made you pull up up that chair. Yeah, yeah. You know, and because he he owed you, you know, uh, you know, you felt right. It's like, how dare you be here cracking crab at crustaceans when you owe me two hundred dollars? <throat> and yeah. anybody who, yeah. who who frequents crustaceans throughout the country know that garlic crab for you and your girl, and you know you got to get the garlic noodles that go ahead with it. And after y'all done had oh, some sure. drink, that's two hundred dollars right there before you tip somebody. <clears throat> Plus tip. Plus tip. But what great? Plus tip. Let me ask you a question. Now, when you sat down next to him, and and from what I understand, he was in, in, uh, intimidated, and so was his date. Do you see yourself looking back on that moment, and the way it sounds is like you wasn't wishing him a Merry Christmas? If does it, do you see yourself? Had he said anything other than yes, or had he said, "Look, man, I'm I'm busy." I got something going on right now. Let me holler at you later. Could you see yourself having gone further or either possibly, depending on how he responded verbally, not physically, verbally, do you see yourself going beyond intimidating to uh, to even more intimidating or possibly physical? Do, looking back on it. Uh, no. I don't see myself doing that because, you know, I do have a God in my life today. I just mm-hmm. wanted to let him know that I see you out. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. And you, you see me. Now, you right. know, we as men, 
Mm-hmm. Sometimes we loan the wrong people money. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and I figured, you know, okay, the money that he owed me was not going to make or break me. Mm-hmm. Right. But he was one of those brothers. When I came in, he looked right at me, did not get up, did mm. not say, excuse me, baby, let me go talk to this brother right here. He just looked me in the eye and looked off. Mm. So you did said, feel oh, like no. he at least owed you some type of response when he saw you? Yes, sir. Okay, okay. Yes, sir. In other words, when he when you walked in... Cause usually now I'm not, I'm not trying I'm just trying to make it straight. Usually when a person walks in mm. a room, mm. they're the person responsible for initiating the conversation. You you follow me, right? Right. But because yeah. you had lent this brother some money, you felt like yeah, he needed to come to you, right? Well, at least acknowledge me, Tony. Right. Right. And if, if, you know, if I owed you money and I had owed you some money for a couple of months. And I'm sitting down at a table. I would excuse myself from my date. Let me right. talk to this brother right here. Right. And, and I'll be right back. Right. So I sat my date down. I said, excuse me, baby. I'll be right back. There's something I need to do. <laughs> so I pulled up a chair hey, and sat next to him. <laughs> you got me. You got me a little scared over here, man. The way you say, I'll be right back. Something I gotta do. <laughs> There's something I gotta do. See, man, right. But see, Greg, that's what Tony brought up a very interesting point, and that's where that something I gotta do come from. Because we know, and we go way back. There, there's, there's. Family gets in a position where they think you won't go there, and they've even witnessed you go there for a whole lot less with other folks. Exactly. And. They they right. So they take they take not only your kindness for weakness, but they take the relation in the relationship for granted in the sense that, oh, he won't get physical with me. Now you didn't see me get physical with somebody over twenty five dollars, but you feel I yes. wouldn't go there with you over two hundred dollars. Just because you family. Right. Just because you family. Just because you family. So just because you family, you can look the other way. No, you owe me. you going to acknowledge me. You know, and that goes with, you know, that's just that carnal nature and that carnal makeup in that, you know, where Tony read off that, you know, Proverbs about, you know, that filler of that feeling of ownership, you know, and that enslavement. And those are the things, once again, we say that, I say that for, for the purpose of, uh, for you knowing that contractually that's what you sign yourself up for when you go in asking for the loan. That's that possibility. That possibility is there. It's real. And the relative that you thought would never go there, yes, them too. Hmm. Right. Right. Yes, and you know you you're a good brother from 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 the way you're talking because um, there are some people that will get in that position that you were in and uh, depending on the response uh, may have gotten physical uh, from what you're telling me because some people approach it like you owe me and you got the nerve to come in here right. and eat with the person. I don't care if you're paying or not. Why are you in here? And there's some people that take that attitude. And so I don't think you were out of the way. I, I, I think that I think you did good to apologize 
But I mean, I have seen it go a lot worse, Greg. I'm telling you. I mean, I, I mean, firsthand, I, I've seen some 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 brothers go a lot worse uh, than what you did. So I, I wasn't saying that you did anything wrong. I just thought it interesting that with us talking about this on taboo, that the frame of mind changes when it comes to money, and and it's like. I can walk in a room and custom has it that I speak. But when money is involved, like Tuke likes to talk about when money is involved and in dating, well, money has a theme. But when money is involved, rightly so, you feel like this brother needs to set up because you would do the same. I would do the same. But it's, I'm just trying to figure out why is it that we have this mentality over money. It's like I could lend you some, I could lend you a, 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 a basketball. You know, I can lend you my, my weights. And I'm not going to see you out in the streets and say, hey, man, I, I, you owe me some weights. But the money thing, man, it changes. It changes the perspective of things. And I think that's one reason that this issue is taboo, because people stay away mm. from it, man. That's right. That's right. That's right. We, we stay yeah, away from do. Greg, yeah, Dr. Greg, thank you. So, Greg, can you, can you hold on? Can you hold on and stay with us for a minute? Yes, sir, brother. Yeah, yeah, hold on and stay on with us. It looks like I got uh, Cam I Am on the call. Cam I Am, you there? I'm here. How you guys doing tonight? Oh, we wonderful. How you doing, baby? I'm doing good. Um, I was listening to Greg and what he was saying and listening to Tony, and I think the reason that we stay away from it, I know uh, in my situation dealing with family members, um, to me, it's it's a principle, you know. Um, I went in out of my way, and most of the times, to be honest, I didn't have it to loan. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But they came mm, to right. me, and I took my bill money, my car note money, right. my rent money, and I gave mm. it to them. And then they right. had the audacity not to pay me mm. back. But yet and still, they had new weed, they had fingernails, they had on new outfits, they was going, they was on Facebook talking about the club and all of this stuff. But yet and still, you owe me. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? So it's the principle behind them owing me. I'm like, you know, how can you, you know, income tax time and came three, four years and you still haven't paid me my money. (laughs) So I think that's what the problem is. You know, if you say you're going to pay me back, pay me back. If you can't pay me back, then at least come to me, be woman or man enough to say, well, you know what? I said I was going to pay you back Friday, but I can't pay you back. I can work with you on that because, you know, when I give you my money, I'm expecting you to pay me back. But if you can't pay me back, then give me time enough to make some other arrangements because nine times out of ten, when I loaned you that money, it it was from something else. You know what I'm saying? So now I'm to a point in my life, if I can't afford to loan a person money, I don't. Wow. I learned that that from my mother. My mother, she don't loan money, period. And she told me this. She said, if the bank won't loan it to them, why should I? Hmm. Hmm. Wow. And that's Cam I am. That's the point. Thank you. I'm going to piggyback to that. And when we come back from the break, I want to talk for a moment about from the position of I got it. But I can't see myself doing it. We'll be right back. Totally taboo on Soul of America Radio.
founder and CEO of the Soul of America Radio. And each week you hear our voices giving you the best in Soulful Talk Radio. Well, we want to hear your voices and we want you to talk to us and tell us what's on your mind or leave us information that you might want us to share later in the show. Now, this number that I'm about to give out is not the number to call in and listen to the show. It's our studio number, our office number, and we want you to call that number and give us feedback, leave messages for the host, personal messages, or leave messages to any particular show. You can do that at our toll-free number, 877-318-8772. That number is 877-318-8772. And just to remind you, that is not the number to call in and speak on the radio or listen to our show. We're going to give that number in just a minute. But we'd like to tell you that we appreciate all of the information, all of the emails, all of the inboxes that you've sent us. And we want you to know that we're going to continue doing what we can to bring you the best in Soulful Talk Radio. And remember, keep soaring. No, 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 no. 
I'm in a position to where I would like to be able to afford something called a roof over my head with, with and be able to turn on some heat, some things that we take advantage of and we take for granted uh, now in these cold times that we're able to do. And and Doc almost busts out in tears in these days. I did the other night. It was freezing up here in, in California. Uh, in the Bay Area, about 29 degrees, and, and I got up and turned the heat on, and I just, you know, broke out in a holy dance. But <clears throat> the ability to be able to do that, there was a time I couldn't do that, and I needed it, expressed my my need, put all my, and that's what hurts more than anything from a true man that's listening and know what I'm talking about. You put all your personal man business out there about how you wasn't able to turn that corner in life and you need a little help and you know that help is on the way and you go to a family member who definitely has it and says uh, your credit is bad for a reason. Cam, what you say if the bank won't do it? <clears throat> why should I? Uh-huh. Well, you you know, you once again, I'm sl- I was sleeping in my car at the time for a reason. You know, um because uh my priorities was 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 out of whack and I found a way to make payments uh, on that uh, <clears throat> on that monstrosity sitting outside. But uh, I let my rent slip, and, and, and the rent showed me what happens when you don't make your rent payment. <clears throat> so nonetheless, I ended up sleeping outside in that car. But I had the opportunity, uh, God willing, to get back into my apartment, and uh, I posed the, the, the loan option to a family member who who uh, gave me the most astonishing thing I've ever heard in my so far in my life was that I have it, but I don't see myself doing it. Well, you know what, man? A lot of this has to do, and uh, I'm going to make Tiki call back in because I'm going to say the B word. A lot of it (laughs) has to do, well, let me get that out of the way first because she's going to call back in. I agree with everything Tiki said, but she's probably picking the phone up now. (laughs) Only thing... (laughs) And you got to look at there are three types. I, I, I've come up in my mind sitting here with three types of, of, of borrowers, and I think we really need to look at the motives of the borrower. Everybody just ain't out there saying, I ain't going to pay you back. Everybody ain't, ain't you know. I right. think that, first of all, there's the serial borrower. I don't mean like right. Captain Cornflakes. I mean like serial killer. I'm talking about a serial right, right. borrower. <laughs> a person that right, right. goes around. Yeah, yeah. Finding people that they know they can hit the weaknesses on, and buy, and if you don't ask them, like I said, if you don't ask them back, they just keep coming. It's a serial borrower. They just go around to different people borrowing. They don't dodge you. They don't duck you. They don't hide you. They eat in restaurants in your face, but they're serial borrowers. Right. Then I think you got the dope fiends. Now, this is where, where I disagree with Tiki on. I think that even if they're family members, you got you, 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 at some point, especially with the younger people, they need to understand that they don't get a lot of free breaks in life. And even though Uncle Tiki, right. uh, no, Uncle, even though uh, Aunt Aunt Tiki might give you the money, right. Right. it's putting right. that thing in your mind that you can get something for free. And you might go to Aunt Tiki, you might go to Aunt Cam, Aunt Cam will cuss you out, but right. Aunt Tiki will yeah, let yeah, you get it. Right. The third kind of person is a legitimate person that has a reticular line. Oh, Lord. 
A third person is that can we go to about ten breaks? The third one, the legitimate borrower, and the legitimate borrower it might be a person that has been laid off of work, right. that has a family, like two said, that might uh-huh. have food they 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 need to get on the table. So. I think a lot of we've been thinking about it from the from the borrower's perspective, but if you look at it from the lender's perspective, you really have to kind of look at the motive behind the lender. Because even a person that has been a let's say let's take any one of these a crack crack addict, you know we all know that God can change things. Right, right. So you might that's go in your mind with that old motive and say, yeah, here come Tony. Yeah, that boy was strung out, man. Uh-uh. He probably back on them drugs. Or you can say, well, you know what? He got his life together. Uh, he been trying. I see he's, you know, uh, trying to get a house. I'm, I'm going to help him out. I'm going to give him a shot. I'm going to give him a break. So I, I think that a lot of it has to do with uh with the motives of the bar. Hey, uh, uh, somebody, I'm gonna get to get my back because I'm gonna bring Tiki back on and I'm gonna run out the <laughs> door. Uh, Can I say this before you bring her on Tom? Oh, please talk for th- 15 minutes. Go ahead. <laughs> but also, I wanted to say also, it depends on the individual. Like with me, I know who I can loan money to. You understand mm-hmm. what there I'm saying? I know who have burned me in the past, yeah. and I know right. now. You know what I'm saying? I, I have people right. now that owe me money. And one thing about owing people, mm-hmm. they, just like mm-hmm. the brother said, when, mm-hmm. when he walked in the room and he saw that brother and that brother turned his head, people know when they owe you. Right. right. They can't look at right. you. You understand what I'm saying? So it, to me, it's with the individual person. You know what I'm saying? I have two or three friends. If I loan them $1,000 and they tell me they're going to pay me back Friday, I can look for them to pay me back Friday. And then I have these people that's coming to me. If they say I need $20, I can count it a loss. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to mm. give them that $20, but I'm not going above $20. I'm sorry because I know I'm not going to get it back. I just know right. I'm not going to get it back. I'll tell them, well, you know what? This person may have what you're looking for, but all I got for you is $20. Because I know that, you know, I can't go. That's my broke limit. I have something in my life called a broke limit that I have. Broke mad limit. money. Lord. Lord. Like you know, some people broke call limit. it mad money. <laughs> and so that's, that's all I have limit. for you. You know, because if you limit. don't, you'll give, you know what I'm saying? I'm a giver. I'll give all my money away fooling with these people, borrowing money with no intention of paying you back. Right. Mm. Right. So $20, wow. that's all I got. Roll with that. Wow, Ooh, I'm glad we got. I'm glad we got that on tape. Broke limit, hey man. Sister Tiki, Tiki, you there? I can't seem to get her button to work. Is Let me there? see. I don't think I can get off mute. Uh, uh, t- oh, can I get off oh, mute? Oh, okay. That's that's unfortunate. Can I get you off mute? To Tiki another time. Yes, I am not on mute. Oh, she, she didn't broke through the Remind mute. Remind me to fire my producer. Go ahead, Tiki. <laughs> <laughs> No, seriously, listen, Tony, I, I was hearing your butt, and I understand it, but I don't, just because you're family doesn't mean I'm going to give it or loan it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have right. to find some legitimacy in the reason that you want it. And, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I agree with you. There there need to be, there are some people, particularly young people, that need to have some lessons learned about money. You know, mm-hmm. if you just give them, if you bail them out every time, keep bailing them out, keep bailing them out, they're mm-hmm. going to keep falling into that same valley. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's with family. But I have a different philosophy with others. Now, mm-hmm. there are some people, you know, 
that are outside of those that are closest to my heart. Then you know, there's another layer of people, people that you care about, but they can't really cause you pain, not for real. Right. But right. um, and and what my uncle Gene taught me was to see how much they cost, see how much it costs to get rid of them. Mm-hmm. So That's if it. if, I've heard if that. you loan them fifty dollars and they dodge you yeah, because they I've don't want to pay you that fifty dollars, right. that's how much they get cost for you to get rid of them. Get rid of them. How much it costs to get rid of them? They ain't gonna ask you, right? They ain't gonna ask you for nothing else. You're right. That fifty dollars got them. They gone with that. That's how much they cost. They cost it costs fifty dollars for you to get that layer of trash out your life. Well, and that, I have always respected have people you. that had that mentality. That you know what. I ain't going to sweat him, but guess what? He can never, he or she can never, ever again come to me and ask me for nothing. Right, exactly. I mean, you know, I'll tell like $5. If that's what it costs, that's that's how you took it, $5 got you. But you have to let people, you know, then there's this thing I have about your word. Mm -hmm. You know, let your word be your bond. That's and true. if you're going to dodge me for $5, sometimes, you know, there was a time when it got to be, uh, you know, before I grew up, matured, it got to be a game to me. It really yeah. did. It got to be a game to me. You're going to dodge me for $5 or $10? It was funny to me. I don't even want it. Yeah. But this is what right. it costs for me to get rid of you. Because all right. you had to say is, whatever happened, this came up, that came up. I don't have it. I'm sorry. You know, I can't pay you back. When I, you don't have to dodge me. I ain't the big bad wolf. I ain't finna send nobody to break your legs. It don't have to work like that. Right, right. But when you, right. the problem comes in when you borrow some money from me and then you start to treat me like I did something to you. That's a problem. Mm. Oh, I, I, you hit the nail on the head. Now, thank you for being merciful. Who's getting on your nerves today? Is it that no good man? Or is it that backsliding woman? Is it your neighbor, your co-worker, your son, your daughter, your child? Join Dr. Bo Thursday, 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time with Let's Straighten It Out. He helps you foster healthy relationships. Dr. Bo is coming on this Thursday, 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time. Don't you miss it. Right here on SOAR. Give to Cantoni a call, 323-784-9638. Press 1 to speak to the host. This is the Soul of America Radio. If you want me to stay, I'll be around today to be available for you to see. When you see me again, I'll that you have been the kind of person that you really are now. Good. 
This is Soul of America Radio. And, Took, I brought it back in because I have been neglecting somebody that's been on hold. Uh, our producer wanted to speak, and it is area code... Three, three, four. I'm gonna bring her on now. You there? You with us? Hey, Ara. Three, three, four. Going once. Hello. Good evening. Good evening. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. I had myself muted. (laughs) (laughs) What's up? I'm sorry. You know, you know how it is. You know how it is. What's up? Yeah. Nothing, but I. You know, I, I can understand and really relate to Cam because she was saying that, um, you know, you meet people and, and, and not meet people, but you have people come to you and you feel for them because you want to try to help them out. And then you loan them the money and they say they're going right. to give it back to you, you know, 3rd of September. And the 3rd comes and goes and uh, <laughs> and you know they have received the money. And, and they this this, okay, this girl, she told me once. She wasn't gonna pay me my money. Oh, right, right. And when I tell you, I hemmed her up in a corner <laughs> because I lost it. I mean, I'm like, and I told her I was almost crying. I was just that mad. I was like, you know, you can tell me anything other than you ain't gonna give me my money. <laughs> you can tell me you ain't got it. You can tell me can you wait? You know, well, can I try to give it? You know, I, but she just straight up told, me, well, I'm not giving you your money. Right. So, uh, yeah, you know, I didn't go to jail. But, uh, yeah, you know, and, and like Cam said, it's just a principle. You know, people play on your sympathies, which everybody, like Tony was saying, everybody's not out for the gank. I call it the gank move. Everybody's not out for the gank move, but, you know, you have those those people that are, you know, they mess it up for everybody else. Right. I would have loved to hear that. Person say that to Greg in that restaurant. I, I, it'd have been, it, I, it'd have been this mother out. <laughs> I like to see somebody pull the gate move on Greg anyway. <laughs> that ain't gonna happen. <laughs> Doc, that's that's a beautiful thing, Sister Jr. Thank you, thank you so much for your poignant comments. Um, uh, on on tonight's topic, that's that's a beautiful thing. We just we got a couple of more minutes here, Sister D. Olivia, you still there? I believe that we lost her. Uh, her call dropped. Okay, we, okay, yeah. her call dropped. Okay, and Cam but, call dropped. I guess there's some problems. Cam called. Right. Yeah, yeah. Cam dropped. Amen. Well, we we hot tonight. The lines been lines been busy. Uh, Greg, you still there? Yes, sir, brother. I'm here. <laughs> okay, so so Dr. Greg, I, I, I thank you for your comments on tonight, and 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 we just because uh, I, I appreciate you bringing in that element because that's a that is a taboo element that we don't talk about about uh, family taking for granted that we won't go there like we would mm-hmm. that they witnessed us go there with people who are friends or family or but family backs you into that loan shark element. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? And they brought they they yes, make sir. you become that loan shark and all of a sudden the entire relationship for the end of life as we know it is tarnished because of that no matter what amount of money that was, it was minuscule when it comes to the love of family. 
So wow. you know, Amen, in, in my opinion, in my opinion, uh, you know, it's never where. And I think Tiki's advice is always the best advice. You know, if you can give it away, mm-hmm. then so do it. But try to make every effort not to loan money mm-hmm. to family uh, because uh, family is never going to treat you uh, with the same position or interest rate that Bank of America will give you. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I agree with you, brother. I agree. But like I said, man, I'm a work in progress, too. I'm not perfect. Right, right. Right. So, you know, I mean, continue to do uh, what it is that you're doing. But on this particular topic, uh, we need more folks like you that's going to pull up a chair and and make us men. That's what's wrong with a lot of the men today. Ain't nobody, accountability is out the window. You know, and and we all uh, gotta own up to where it is that we at. Tony, you got something? No, I was just gonna ask Greg right quick. We got about two and a half minutes. Okay. Uh, just very quickly. Uh, well, okay. Uh, forgot that. <laughs> that went out the window. Oh, had this brother. Um, looking back on it, I noticed you said you apologized real quickly in about maybe thirty seconds. You said he apologized to you. So in retrospect. Having come across that situation again, you would handle it differently. Is that, is that correct? Oh, most definitely. And I apologize to him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because That's right. I, I had some strange thoughts when I sat down. Right. Right. You know, but he he responded he responded in the right way, and, and you know that kind of took the steam out of me. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. And you know, a couple of weeks later, when he came through and gave me my money, and apologized. I apologize to him, and he apologized to me also. Wow, that's beautiful. Right. Amen. That's, and that's, I, that's true, brother. And the lesson learned here is if you borrow from Big G, eat some peanut butter and jelly <laughs> at the Hizzy, and don't worry about going out to eat. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tuk, we got about that. a little over a minute, man. What's the Tukism? Tukism today as we wrap up on on, on uh, family and money, the true Life's oil and water. I heard mama would always tell us, God blesses the child that has his own. But I also heard the Lord say, if a man don't work, he don't eat. Mm. Uh, There's nothing more satisfying than being able to handle your own business. So if I'm going to remind you of anything, simply do what you got to do to do what you want to do. Let that sit in your soul and let that marinate. Once again, remember, angels fly because they take themselves lightly. Wow. And we got Dr. Bo coming up Thursday at 8 o'clock p.m. time, 9 Eastern. And uh, Dr. Bo will be talking about those teenagers, too, this coming uh, Thursday. So everybody be ready. Have your pencil right. and pen and papers ready because we Dr. definitely Bo. I got to see them on this one. But everybody, yes, it's sir. been a blast. Greg, we appreciate your call. Cam, thank you, Doc. Appreciate your call. Tiki, as always, it was a pleasure. You're beautiful. Is she, is she saying some good things in the chat room? Yeah, she's saying some good things in the chat room. So everybody, peace and, and soul. And keep soaring, baby. <laughs> keep soaring, soul of America. Only that